0: FrequencyCast. startup in progress. Hi and welcome to FrequencyCast number 44, the UK's online digital TV and technology show. The show that's based on feedback from you. My name's Carl and with me as ever is our tech guru, Pete. In today's show, we'll be looking at cost saving. Could you live with a subscription-free TV service? Here's a look at what else we're covering in today's tantalising take on technology. The Freeview retune is complete. Have you got all your channels? Wi-Fi, available in a pocket near you. How to watch TV in a second room. Freeview and FreeSat compared, and we find out just how thirsty your home hub is. First off, here's Pete with the latest TV and tech news. Frequency Cast, now loading, news.
1: Time for the latest headlines on Frequencycast. And first off, if you have Freeview, note that the 30th of September was National Freeview Retune Day. There have been a bunch of changes to the Freeview channel lineup. Some channels have changed multiplex, some have got a new number, there's now the new documentary channel Quest, finally, and ITV2 plus one has gone to make way for ITV1 plus one. If you haven't already done so, you'll need to re-scan your Freeview lineup. Help on our show notes. Now some BT Vision news. BT Vision has just added Bolly and Beyond. Hours of on-demand Bollywood TV shows, movies and music. There's also now a 24-hour shopping channel on BT Vision channel 960. Some Google news now. The masters of the web have just launched something called SideWiki. To use SideWiki, you'll need to install a new version of the Google toolbar. Once you've done this, every time you visit a website, you can add comments on that site for all other SideWiki users to see. Who fancies being the first one to SideWikiFrequencyCast.co.uk for us? Next, Xbox 360 users will soon be able to get TV shows from Sky. As well as adding Sky Player to the Xbox, a software upgrade planned for October is also expected to bring you Facebook and social networking. In case you missed our mid-month audio update, here were the headlines... T Mobile and Orange are set to merge their UK networks. Some new iPod Nanos complete with FM radio have been released. Freeview HD set-top box testing starts in October, bringing us that little bit closer to Freeview HD. And there have been some fixes to the Copilot iPhone app that we reviewed in show 43, making the Copilot our number one iPhone SatNav app next, a quick bit of news for Starbucks lovers. You can now get free in-store Wi-Fi – that's if you have a Starbucks loyalty card. Some dab news now – Premier Christian Radio has gone national. The London-based station has now joined Absolute Radio, Talk Sport, Planet Rock, Amazing Radio, Classic FM and Kids Radio on the national DAB multiplex. Briefly staying with radio, classic US radio station comedy WKRP is finally available in the UK. Details on our show notes. One other snippet, the Palm Pre, dubbed the iPhone killer, is due for release in the UK on the 16th of October, exclusively on O2. Available for free if you're prepared to live with a £35 a month contract for 24 months. The Palm Pre has a touchscreen and a very impressive interface. This is going to be one to watch. And finally, how is your broadband speed? With BT poised to roll out 20 megabits a second, here's a lovely story. A South African IT firm were so hacked off with the speed of their broadband connection to their head office, they tried an experiment. They started the transfer of a large file between their two offices. At the same time, they downloaded the file to a 4GB memory stick, strapped it to the leg of Winston, a carrier pigeon and set him on his way. The pigeon process took just over two hours to complete the 60 mile trip. The file transfer was only 4% complete by the time that the pigeon post file was installed at the other end. Could this be the future of data
0: transfer? If you think so, send us a tweet. Thanks, Pete. For more on what we've covered today, check out our news blog at www.frequencycast.co.uk slash news. Frequencycast. Now loading. Focus. Okay, it's focus time, or more accurately, financial focus time. Yes, we're going to focus on something that's a financial gain to all you guys out there. Yeah, we're going to help you save a little bit of cash. Okay, and how are we going to do that? digital tv costs a heck of
1: a lot of money there was a report out last month saying that people would rather keep their tv service than go on holiday next year because of the, the financial situation so tv is very very important to people but people are paying a heck of a lot of money for their service if you're with someone like sky let's say you've got the uh, all of the six mixed channels movies channel sports channel and hd you're running up to about 50 60 70 pounds a month for Sky that's quite pricey considering your television license is only about £120 isn't it uh, something like that about 140 I think but yeah absolutely so people are getting on for paying something up to eight, pounds 900 pounds a year for the privilege of having Sky Oh Cool, 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 cool. That's a bit hefty. Come on then, cheapen it up for me. So what we're going to focus on in this focus is subscription-free TV services. Now, we actually touched on this about a year and a half ago when FreeSat launched, but it's just sensible to go through all of the various options now. We know there's a lot of people out there looking to cut back at the moment... Yeah, people asking us questions about the ways to save on their subscription is the number one topic at the moment. That and ESPN are the things that are filling up our forums and our email inboxes. So it is sensible to go through the options. And there's a few. Um, let's let's do a little bit of testing here. Who would be the, the, the big one, the big free service? Freeview? Yeah, well done. The clue's in the name, isn't it?
0: Well, was it a little bit of a giveaway? Oh yeah, it's sky's the limit. OK, so Freeview. This is the cheapest way
1: to get digital TV. 20 quid, one-off fee, set-top box. Plugs into your TV aerial. You knew that, yeah?
0: Of course. I mean, I mean, I used... Well, I, I did... Yeah, well... No. Nah.
1: <laughs> OK, so with Freeview, you get 40 channels. That includes things like Dave, Virgin 1, BBC3, BBC4, E4, ITV2, ITV3, ITV4, while they're not charging for a subscription, that is. Uh, BBC News, Fiverr, More 4, and so on. So 40-odd channels, free-to-view TV, which is pretty good. We think it's worth it just for things like Dave and Virgin 1, especially if you're a Trekkie fan. Obviously. So it works through a TV aerial to get it. Everyone knows about Freeview. We don't need to talk about this too much. But you get yourself a Freeview box, plugs into the SCART socket on your telly, plugs into your TV aerial, and there you go. You get these boxes for 20 quid, available from places like Comet, Dixon's, Curry's, Argos, and so on. Um, It's worth mentioning, Freeview, by the end of this year will be starting to offer some HD channels. There could be up to five HD channels, ultimately by 2012. But if you're thinking about buying a Freeview box, you may just want to hold on for another couple of months and consider getting yourself a Freeview HD box. They'll probably be around about £100. Not bad, though, for HD. Okay, so who have we got next, then?
0: Well, um, on the free tangent, uh, or the connection there, Freesat, I guess, would be the next one I'd go for. Hmm, yes. You think... I'm actually going to hold off on Freesat for a second. I'll tell you why in a
1: moment. Oh, you tease me. You really do. I am teasing you. I want to mention BT Vision, first of all. Now, this isn't completely free, but it is. Basically, if you get yourself um, BT Broadband, you can actually get the BT Vision service very, very cheaply. Um, Okay, so you have to subscribe to BT Broadband, but if you're going to get your broadband anyway, this is a relatively decent option. Now, BT Vision offer two ways of getting their service. You can either take out a subscription, but because we're talking subscription free, we're not going to go down that road. So we're going to talk about the alternative option. Nick it. Nick it. No, not quite. So you get yourself a BT Broadband account, then you sign up to BT Vision, but you don't go for the subscription option, you go for the pay to view option. That means instead of getting the free box, you do have to pay 90 quid to get the box, but that's a one-off cost to get yourself up and running.
0: Right, and then of course you only pay for what you watch, so by default, a better idea.
1: So what you will get is a Freeview recorder. It's a hard disk recorder, so you can record all your shows and do series link, that sort of thing. And it will record all of the Freeview channels for you. If you want, you could optionally get ESPN, which is a subscription service, so we're not going to talk about it, but you can. But more importantly, if you want to rent a movie or you want to rent an old TV show, something like that, you don't have to subscribe to that service to get it. You can just pay as you go. So 79 p will get you a TV show. £1.79 will get you a movie. They're sort of the low-end prices. You pay more for the higher quality. But that is a way of getting extra content over and above Freeview without paying a subscription. Doesn't sound that bad, really. It's a pretty good service, and it is growing in popularity. The numbers are showing that a lot of people are very interested in vision. Uh, so are we going back to FreeSat now? We are going back to FreeSat. The reason I wanted to park FreeSat was because there are actually three different ways of getting free-to-view satellite TV. Freesat is the first one we're going to talk about. Now, we have to be very careful with the names here. Freesat is actually a joint venture between the BBC and ITV. OK. Now, they are offering over 105 channels. That includes BBC3, E4, ITV, 234, the BBC channels, BBC News, CNN, Zone Reality, True Movies, Film 4 and more for. 105 channels, obviously better than the Freeview lineup. However, there are some channels that aren't on Free Sat but are on FreeView, which makes it a bit more complicated. So that's the fine print you've got to look through, then just make sure you're buying what you want. Absolutely right. Yeah, there's a few that you won't find. Things like Sky 3 you won't find on FreeSat, but you will find on FreeView. So you have to be a little bit careful. Um the way it works is you basically have to get yourself a, a satellite dish, and then you have to get yourself a special FreeSat set top box decoder. Installation is 80 quid and the boxes start from 50 quid. You can get yourself a high definition box. From about 150 quid, and you can get uh, the BBC and ITV HD services on uh, FreeSat, which is quite good. Fantastic. Then we have another service, which unfortunately is also called FreeSat. I think I'm experiencing déjà vu. Uh, Dave Javu. Who's Dave? It's <laughs> a TV channel, my friend. Anyway, before FreeSat, which is the BBC and ITV service, launched, Sky were offering something called FreeSat from Sky. So there is another FreeSat service out there. And for a while, Sky branded it to Pay Once Watch Forever, which really caused all manner of confusion. Pay Once Watch Forever now isn't available as a new product, but we do still have Freesat from Sky. Now, they offer over 220 channels, which is double what Freesat from the BBC and ITV offer. Wow! However, they don't offer channels like Dave and Virgin One, which is a little bit of a shame. So what they offer is things like uh, BBC3, BBC4, E4, itv Two, Three, Four, BBC News, Sky News, Film4, Film24, uh, Euronews, Men and Motors, which is an interesting one, Zone Reality, and Sky3. So, you do really have to be careful on the package that you sign up for. So, the way Sky 3SAT works is it's a one off payment of 147. Which is actually round about the same price as Freesat. A tiny bit more expensive, but then of course you are getting slightly more channels. It's uh, a one off fee, as I say, £147, including installation and the set top box. Um, and what they'll actually give you as well is a few free months of Scum of Sky's pay channels.
0: Scum of Sky scape- Can you say that in English? some of
1: Sky's pay channels as well on a sort of free trial basis that'll get you things like Sky One, G-O-L-D and things like the Sci-Fi channel. So they're trying to tempt you to, um, to enjoy the, the pay channels and then after your trials run out take those away and ask you to re-subscribe. The good thing about getting FreeSat from Sky though is if you ever decide you want to go for Sky all you need to do is phone them up and sign up so you've got all the kit you need. So that's nice and quick quick and easy. The other one worthy of a mention is um, basically just going and buying yourself any old satellite receiver, pointing it in the right direction and seeing what you get. Messages from Mars? Yeah, if you miss, yeah, absolutely. So Sky and FreeSat both get their service from some satellites orbiting over us at I'm going to get techie here, 28.2 degrees east on the horizon from the Astra satellites and a few others, but mainly from the Astra satellites.
0: You're just trying to wind me up now, aren't you? You're sitting there looking all smug waiting for me to go, yeah, that's really boring but i'm not going to because i find it fascinating now excellent so when we talked about
1: the programs available to sky FreeSat, they're actually available anyway they're just up there those services are available they're what's called free to view so you don't need a subscription card you don't need anything complicated or anything like that they're actually up there and available for you just to get for free all you need to do is go and buy yourself a standard astra satellite receiver Point it at 28.2 degrees east on the horizon, which if you're in the UK is kind of roughly southeast.
0: What's well, slightly over there, only a bit
1: higher, yeah? Yeah, just to the left a bit and, and just down, absolutely. Um, so you will get a lot of these channels. You'll get over 200 free, no subscription. You can do this yourself. You don't need to get FreeSat free sat to come out. You don't need to get Sky to come out. And you can actually get yourself a DIY kit from Maplin's for about 70-80 quid, which is the dish and the decoder. Point it in the right direction, fit it yourself, and you're done. And a protractor, of course. You do have to be fairly accurate in getting it lined up correctly.
0: So don't use the one from school, yeah? (laughs) Exactly. The one you used to flick everyone else in the classroom and take bits off the corners.
1: But if you're into your DIY, doing a a satellite installation yourself isn't too difficult. You get a dish, point it in the right direction, screw it to the wall. Then you have to run the coaxial cable
0: from the dish through the wall in the house into the set-top box wire it up, screw it into the little
1: socket, and you're ready to go.
0: And I've heard our new secretary's a bit of a dish, so I could probably use her if I hold her at 128 degrees due east. Does she get 200 channels? don't know. I've not tried um, tweaking her. Careful, careful. It's a family show, remember? I'm being very family-orientated. I'm trying to get children's TV.
1: (laughs) Good lad. Uh, The only thing I would mention with these free-to-view satellites is there are a couple of services that you can't actually get completely free using free-to-view. The big one is ITV. Now, because ITV um, have different regions across the UK, they only work if you have a subscription card. So the fact that you've got a free box without any kind of subscription card at all means um, the ITV service won't work unless you do get yourself a card. The good news is you can actually buy a card for 20 quid, plug it into your free satellite receiver, and you will be able to get ITV.
0: Cool. Uh, links to all this information and you're going to give us listings so that you can see columns of, of channels available on each one and so people can just tick off the ones they like and you know, make it easier for them. And actually, you can put them in the same order just so you can see where so the just, added ones yeah, come on. Yeah, 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 Not that not that I don't think you have anything to do but, you know, just in case someone else in the office is bored. Yeah, Web guy? Web guy? Web guy? Never can find him. Name Spider, isn't it? <laughs> Spider-Man? Spider-the-web guy, I don't know. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, what a tangled web
1: we weave. Anyway, there is one final thing I want to just pass on, on the subject of doing it yourself. This question is yet another question that comes up over and over again on the forums and over the email, which is, if you get yourself one of these satellite receivers, and you get one of these ones with a built-in hard disk, which is called PVR, of course. Mm, Thank you very much, PVR. So if you go out and you decide that you don't want to buy Sky Plus or Sky HD, but you do want one of these boxes that will record onto a hard disk recorder for you, typically you'll go out and get one of these. Now, we're great fans of the um, Humax model, uh, the Humax Foxat, which is a free sat receiver that has two tuners in and lets you record one program while watching another. The important thing about the way some of these boxes work, same as is true for Sky Plus, is because they've got two tuners, which means you can watch one show while recording another, you actually have two feeds coming out of your satellite dish into your set-top box. Now, normally, if you have a satellite dish, there's a little blob, you know, you've got the the curve of the dish. In the middle, you've got a little box, yeah? Yep. That's called an LNB. Which means? Uh, It's a low noise blocking thing. You don't really care, do you? I don't really care, but it's got an LMB on it. Now, they sit there, they point at the curve of the dish and actually deal with getting the signal from the satellites via the dish down your bit of wire into the back of your box. Now, if you have a need to have more than one tuner connected to an LMB, you need to get an LMB with multiple outputs. Now I've got a picture
0: here. Oh, isn't that nice? It's a, an LMB with multiple outputs. Carl, can you just describe that for me. So it's got a receiver thingy there, and at the bottom it's got—it's just got four sockets for multiple outputs,
1: really, just four of them. There you go. So this is what's called a quad LMB. So it has a maximum of four outputs. Now that would mean in your house you could have four individual standard Sky boxes, for instance, or satellite boxes, or two Sky Plus boxes, because a Sky Plus box needs two feeds. Are you with me so far? following the maximum you can get with these is octo or eight outputs Ooh. which would let you have eight satellite receivers or four sky plus type receivers wow so if you find you've already got yourself a single satellite dish with a single output and a single piece of wire running to your box and you decide you want to go out and buy either sky plus or you want to get yourself a, a humax fox app pvr or something that's got two built-in tuners you do need to get a second wire run through the hole in your wall to an LMB that has two or more outputs on it. Okay. And what we'll also do is we'll get Mister WebGuy to stick up a picture on our show notes so people can see what we mean.
0: that would be fantastic and don't forget to go and look at us at www.frequencycast.co.uk Right. Aha! Look what I've got here, but you've never seen one of these before, have you? Look. Box of flashing
1: lights. Lovely. I handed that to you ten minutes ago so yes, I have seen it. What is it? That's the key question.
0: No, no, I know. No, I don't know what it is actually. What is it? Okay, let's give us a quick description first of all. Right. Well, it it's about the size of a, an iPod or an iPhone, it has uh, five lights on it: uh, one in each corner and one in the centre. And uh, it's a kind of a silvery—well, it's silver, but it looks kind of white. It's so silver, and it's gorgeous. Look at that! And what is it? Um, I haven't got the foggiest. Mm, there you go. This is actually a MiFi. Is it? Are you sure? It is. Not on
1: loan? <laughs> no, it's definitely MiFi. What this is, is a portable wireless base station. So this will allow you to send out a Wi-Fi signal to anything that's in range, but it doesn't need to be plugged into a phone line like most wireless routers.
0: But why do I want this one? Oh, can't I get one in a memory stick style thing as a little uh, you know plug-in on the side of my laptop? Why do I want this
1: again? Yeah, if you want to get the internet on the move, there's a couple of ways you can do it. Obviously, you could do it with a mobile phone, something like an iPhone, or you can get these USB dongles. They plug into your laptop and they've got a mobile phone receiver in it so you can get internet on your laptop over the mobile phone network. This is kind of similar in that it is getting its data from the mobile phone network but it radiates out a signal through Wi-Fi. So we're all going to get radiation poisoning, yeah? No, nothing to worry about there. But the beauty of this is, with a USB dongle, obviously you're limited to plugging it into one laptop and having one connection. With this thing, for a start, multiple devices can connect into your Wi-Fi.
0: So what you're saying is you pay for it and everyone else
1: benefits, is that right? But there is some security in there to protect you from that. But more importantly, if you've got a Wi-Fi enabled device that doesn't have a USB socket, say something like a a Nintendo DSi or an iPod Touch or an internet radio, then you can use one of these, connect over Wi-Fi to the mobile internet, get data speeds of up to 3.6 megs per second, which is pretty impressive. Very impressive. And they're rather nice little bits of kit. New out and they're available from 3.
0: So really though, this is uh, more of a a business investment, is it not, if you can do multiple connections? I mean, you could have a sort of a, a meeting and you could all be using among Wi-Fi connector. Yeah, absolutely,
1: or certainly for leisure use as well.
0: So how much would I pay for this? Um,
1: £130? Mm, £70 one-off cost, which is actually pretty reasonable, and you'd be paying a monthly fee for the data. You get 5 gig a month for 15 quid a month subscription. The good thing, though, is you're not tied into a 12-month contract. It's a one-month rolling contract, which means if you're sick of it, you can just uh, cancel with a month's notice, which is pretty good.
0: Well, That's quite a good investment there.
1: So there you go. So that's the MiFi available from 3.0. More on our show notes. Right, what next? Next up, we're going to be talking about something digital TV related. What again? We're talking about how you get telly in another room. In another room? So let's assume you've got your flashy skybox or your cable box or your freeview box in your main front room. How do you get that around your house?
0: Uh, Make sure it's a portable TV and put it under your arm. Yeah,
1: right. Moving swiftly on. There are two ways... There are three ways of doing this.
0: It's just going up all the
1: time. Is this inflation? Okay. so the easy way, if you're rich, you basically buy a second set of everything. So if you've got a Sky box in your front room and you want Sky up in the bedroom, you get yourself a Sky multi-room subscription. You get a second box, wide up to your dish, as well as the one downstairs. Okay, that's one way which is also a very expensive way because you're paying two subscriptions on your Sky equipment. So what you actually... And today's show is all about cutting costs, isn't it? It is. So the easy way of doing it is you take a wire out of the back of your Sky box or your free view box, you run it up your stairs, and you plug it into your second TV. OK. Standard coax cable with a little aerial socket in one end, little aerial socket in the other. You can buy these kits. Look, here's a nice picture of a kit which we'll put up on our website. Oh, that's nice. It's a nice kit. Thank you very much. Comes with all the bits you need, cleats to nail it into the skirting board that sort of thing. There is one slight complication, which is not all set-top boxes will work in this particular way. If you've got something like a skybox or a cable box, absolutely fine. You can plug into the aerial socket and run it upstairs without any problems. But some boxes, typically boxes that have only got a SCART output, won't work. Now, we've discussed this before in a previous show. You have to have a box with a modulated output. Remember that? I remember that. That means an output that you can tune your TV into. If you don't have a box with a modulated output, don't worry because the second option that we're about to move on to will help you out. So, if you're not particularly interested in running cable up and down the stairs, you can get these things called AV senders or video senders. Heard of them?
0: Yes, this is uh, something that sits, or a little box that sits with the original setup and sends a signal locally. Uh, When I say locally, uh, it's within the the walls of a house, really, isn't it? That's very true. So, here's a picture. Basically, you'll typically get a sender and a receiver. The sender plugs into
1: a Scar SCART socket, which is why if you haven't got a box with a modulator, so you've got a Freeview box with a spare SCART socket, this end plugs into the Freeview box and it uses a radio link to go to the other box, which will then plug into your second telly. So typically, scart at one end, scart at the other, and it uses radio frequencies to send the output to a different TV.
0: And they're quite sleek as well. They don't look too ugly, do
1: they? These are pretty good. A few things you do need to know about them. Uh, they actually operate on the 2.4 gigahertz radio band. You knew that, didn't you? Of course. Which gives you a range of something in the order of about 60 to 80 metres. However, anything metal in the way, lots of walls, lots of ceilings, that will get really shrunk down, so you do have to be careful with that. There's a new range of these that don't use the 2.4 gig range they use 5.8 which does give you a bit more range that'll give you up to 120 meters and we've actually found one here look at this picture here which has a range of 5,000 meters. Ooh, isn't that a big one that's for your mansion then That's if your bedrooms are a long long way apart yeah i'm thinking that's for anyone that's got a shed or that wants to get something to an allotment i mean that's a long old range
0: was that to an allotment <laughs> Depends where your allotment is. (laughs) Or maybe if you're a farmer and you want to go out in the fields and watch telly, eh? Very possibly,
1: but 5,000 metres is quite a long way. You see, it's got this massive Yagi aerial there that you sit at one end to send the signal off to the other end.
0: But yes, this can be done. Actually, with an aerial that size, you may as well just... (laughs) You know what I'm going to say there, don't you? You're going to say get a very, very large TV and watch it with binoculars? Yeah. Well, the aerial's done most of the distance for you, hasn't it? True enough, true enough. Other things that uh, you should
1: bear in mind if you're getting one of these video senders, some of them support remote controls and some of them don't. Obviously, if you're going to be watching telly upstairs with your remote control, you want to be able to change the channels downstairs. So make sure you get one that supports the infrared remote control feature as well and also you can get some that support multiple receivers. So you have one transmitter in the lounge and a receiver for each room in the house. Now, you'll only be able to watch what's on downstairs in the lounge on every telly, but it is a much cheaper and easier way of doing it without running all these cables up and down the stairs.
0: Good. That sounds all right. Is there anything else I need to know? That is the basics. Now, obviously, it's quite a lengthy subject to go through.
1: So what we're going to do on our show notes, we'll put a couple of pictures, a couple of links to some of these devices, and also a link to a very informative article we found on how to get TV in another room. So hop over to our show notes, www.frequencycast.co.uk forward slash cast44.html. Piece of cake. Would you like some random information, now? I'd love some.
0: All right, Davina McCool listens to the show. I wonder if she'll be looking at the
1: show notes as well. Does she really? Well, well, if she does, she'll be in for a treat. You know we like to be cutting edge as a podcast. Well, I like to push boundaries. Yes, you do. I've noticed. Yeah. Did
0: you get your hand off my knee?
1: I do apologise. Sorry about that. Um, we're doing something that not many podcasts are doing. We're actually now offering a transcription service, so you can actually see a summary of every single word what we have spoken in today's tantalising take on technology. So the focus section of today's show has been
0: transcribed. Oh, thank goodness for that. That might help my condition. You know, trish um, Being a somnambulist as I am. So is my friend Mr. Cacciatorian-Oss. What, what does he do? So, I wonder what our transcribers are going to make of that one. <laughs> Let's find out. We'd like to thank the lovely folk at Typing Angels for transcribing today's focus. I do hope they're all listening carefully. Frequency Cast. Now loading. Interaction. Time now for your emails, texts and calls in our interaction section. First off, Chris Coombe asks, will the BT Vision Plus box be able to handle Freeview HD when it eventually arrives? Sorry
1: Chris, but no. Although the BT Vision box does have an HDMI socket, it doesn't support the new Freeview HD technology. For a Freeview HD receiver, it will need to support DVB-T2 and MPEG-4 which the current BT Vision box doesn't do. It's not even a software update, it's to do with the chipset that's in the BT Vision box. However, there are a number of rumours of a version 2 BT Vision set-top box, which BT have yet to confirm. BT would be mad not to support the new Freeview HD format in their second version, and if we had to put some money on it, our guess is we'll see a new BT Vision V Plus box in the first half of 2010.
0: Cool. Now, in the last show... I asked you to get in touch and tell us about your worst tech investment. The radio silence on this topic was only broken by our regular Steve Wilton. Hi guys, this is Steve Wilton from Welling. I've just, I've just listened to your uh, uh, podcast, 43.
1: You mentioned about one of the worst tech things that we've had. One
0: I convention is is uh, BT Vision. I did it for two weeks. It never worked. It kept breaking, uh, The picture kept breaking up. Um, I won't get another Wi-Fi signal, uh speed was too slow, and I spent hours on the phone trying to get it sorted out. I tried it a couple of times just overworked, so I sent it back, and uh, got cancelled, and I'm back on O2, which I had before, and I've had no trouble with that since.
1: Well, Steve, sounds like you've had some problems there with BT Vision. If anyone else has uh, had any problems out there with any other piece of technical equipment, please let us know. Be interested to hear your views. Uh, Steve also had a comment on our Podline Girl. You remember in the last show uh, we announced our message had changed? Oh, yes, the sexy lady. If you missed it, here's a quick snip. Hi, this is Cindy, one of your frequency cast Podline Girls. Want to talk to us about your fantasy home cinema setup? We're going to leave that on for another couple of weeks uh, before we have to replace it with our more standard boring message. So if you've not heard it, listen now.
0: But this is what Steve had to say. Also, like your um, operator, she sounds quite uh, dirty. Thank you. Bye. Next, Kay asks, I'm looking into buying a sling box and a sling catcher. I'm not that techno-savvy. So, could you recommend a company that could also install the slingbox in the Manchester area, as I am in Cyprus? Kay also has this to say about our site. I would put you on par with Martin Lewis, who helps out people with their money and savings. You do the reviews and tell us laypeople if it's good, bad and easy to use. Oh, shucks. Don't, you're embarrassing me. We're supposed to make it complex. Never mind. Thanks, Kay. And uh, now over to Pete for something confusing about a Slingbox. I hope I understand.
1: Hi, Kay. Slingbox is a great product to let you watch TV from your set-top box anywhere in the world over the internet. Now, I'm afraid we can't recommend anyone that could host a Slingbox for you in Manchester, but we do have lots of help on our site if you have a friend in the UK that could set one of these Slingboxes up for you. If
0: anyone needs any help on setting up a slingbox, see our show notes. And next one from Brian Hines. I'm using a BT Hub 2.0, but not using PowerSafe. Is there a lot of difference without using PowerSafe? Version 2 of the
1: BT Home Hub, that's BT's wireless router, has a setting to enable Power Save, which basically turns off Wi-Fi during your off hours. In normal operation, the hub consumes around 10 watts, which drops down to 7 watts when it's in power save. It'll cost you around £10 a year to power a home hub running at 10 watts. We've calculated that you'll save £1.15 a year if you go into standby mode for 8 hours a day. Check out cast number 30, where we discuss watts and how to save on your electricity bill. Also, see the link on our show notes. Now, another call on the pod line. Hello, my name is Kath Davis. I'm looking for a Freeview box with a top up card slot and two SCARTs. Thank you. Bye. If you're looking for a top up TV box with two SCART sockets, there are about six to choose from, made by Thompson, Bush and Sharp. The cheapest we could find is a Thompson box for just under £90. There are some links on our show notes. Frequency cards. Shutdown in progress.
0: So that's all for this show, Show 44. Check out our show notes. While you're there, click the Add Us to iTunes button. Our web address is www.frequencycast.co.uk. If you have a comment or a question on today's show, leave us a voicemail message on
1: 0208 133 4567. You can also email us via our site, become a Facebook fan and hook up with us on Twitter. Our ID
0: is FrequencyCast. And if you like what you've heard, please spread the word! Frequency card.